estate planning made easy. This is The Strong Room on 770 CHQR, a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. It's never too soon to start a life plan. It might be too late to dictate your wishes if you don't have documentation in place. Life plans are all about maximizing wealth, protecting assets, and minimizing tax. They're about making sure your wants and needs are protected and your wishes are honored. You can get a lot of good ideas about life planning by going to MacMillanEstate.com and reading the blog topics that are posted. Then call the office weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464 and make an appointment to sit down with the McMillan Estate Planning Professional. The McMillan team will take you through the process step-by-step and craft a plan specifically suited to your wishes and needs. You can also take in one of their free seminars to learn more about the process of building a life plan. The next ones are in January, the 29th in Edmonton, the 30th in Red Deer, and the 31st in Calgary. You can register online to attend. It might be the best 90 minutes you can invest in your own future and the future of those you love. Something new coming from the computer lab at the University of Alberta should help those seniors who can't get to a gym but who want some type of exercise program to help them maintain good physical health. The technology is known as Virtual Gym. Its development is being led by Eleni Strulia. We have been working with AgeWell and Network of Centers of Excellence. And in that context, our objective is to develop technologies for cognitive and mental health. And taking the old adage that uh, a healthy mind is in a healthy body, we decided that we need to help seniors develop their and maintain their physical abilities. So we try to figure out a means that will enable them to train effectively and safely at home. And that's how Virtual Gym came about. And, and what you've come up with essentially is a video game? Uh, yeah, you can think of it that way, yep. Okay. And what does the game do and, and how do seniors make use of it? So the way you want to understand it is like uh, Simon says, the kids game. Um, you, what you see in front of you on your display is uh, a coach who demonstrates exercises for you. And you are performing the exercises and a video camera, a Kinect video camera, observes what you're doing and compares your postures and your movements to what the uh, coach avatar demonstrates. And if your posture and movements match the avatar of the coach, then you're doing fine and you get positive feedback. If not, then you get information about how you need to change your posture and whether you need to go faster or slower in order to perform the exercise correctly. The important thing to note here is that the exercises are described by a therapist, so they define the proper postures and the proper movements, and they can also define them in a specialized way for an individual's abilities. So if you, don't, if you cannot stretch as much, then the, the stretching posture will be kinder to you as uh, the individual user. Do you get the feedback right away? Uh, immediately. It is uh, basically one of the more interesting problems we have to solve, how to give feedback so that it is easily perceived. Uh, and what we do is we, um, do, uh, we present the body of the user as the shadow covering the body of the avatar coach. So then you see, if you're not doing things well, your shadow does not exactly match the, the coach. And that's the first thing that you see. 
And if the difference is too big, then this whole thing gets highlighted with threads to indicate that you're too far away. The beauty of this is that uh, people can use it at home. And while we're talking specifically about seniors, uh, in theory, it could be used by anybody. Absolutely. Um, that, that is exactly the motivation that uh, we live in a climate where sometimes we're not motivated to go out and participate in um, uh, social gym exercises. And that would provide a fallback option. It's not a substitute, but it would uh, allow an individual to maintain a regular regimen, even if they have to cut class from the regular gym exercises. Uh, talk to us about the collaborative nature of this exercise, because as I understand it, the early generations of this game were deemed to be too difficult by potential users and so you uh, enlisted the support of uh, uh, some other colleagues on campus to go back and uh, redesign it a little bit to make it more user-friendly. Absolutely. So we're working very closely with the occupational therapy department uh, with Dr. Lily Liu uh, who's the chair and her student Noelana Neubauer. Now on my side, uh, the major uh, key force behind the project has been uh, Victor Fernandez. He's the one who has developed the technology. So what we have done with them, what we, we needed occupational therapy to help us with was two things. One was the specification of exercises. Noelana has um, a specific expertise in helping seniors exercise and she's the one who developed the, the stretching, balancing, uh, abduction exercises that are appropriate for seniors. But then the second phase was actually to work out the user interface. So when we tried the system with seniors, we found that the instructions were not particularly clear. The feedback was sometimes confusing because in the beginning it appeared in different positions in the screen. The coach was originally more interesting, more um, game-like. Uh, it was uh, configurable to be something like um, a game tiger. Uh, so all of this was interesting and fantastical for young users, but seniors preferred a much cleaner look. And this work of actually working closely with seniors and getting their feedback and their preferences into account was something that we did in close collaboration with occupational therapy. Older folks may have some limits to what they can do from a mobility standpoint or a flexibility standpoint. Uh, and of course, people who are suffering from early stage dementia or something like that, who may be well enough to participate in this kind of exercise may have some limitations on what they can understand and do as well. Absolutely. So to help with people who have a limited range of motion or people who want exercise but they're confined in wheelchair, our system allows uh, two things. First, the exercise expert can uh, sort of uh, manipulate the exercise specification to make it easier for a particular person or to make it easier for the particular exercises that uh, they may find challenging. The second uh, feature of the system is that uh, you can perform exercises in sitting or standing position. If you are sitting, then it will only pay attention to your upper limb and torso and head positions. So it will not complain about the fact that you're not moving your legs properly. And with respect to uh, dementia and cognitive challenges, we have done a lot of work in formulating our instructions in a simple language, and we also provide similar, the same instructions in audio, so that you don't have to read the text on the screen, which is something that some of our users find, it, find difficult. Do people use this from an online platform, and do they have to pay for it? 
Uh, right now, uh, we're still at the research stages, so it's not commercially available. Uh, we are exploring the opportunities of making it uh, available to the community, and uh, in that case, it will be available on the cloud to use at home, but we haven't actually done this yet. Elaine Estrulia is with the Department of Computing Science at the University of Alberta. Family conversations about health care should be a priority among those families looking to develop a life or estate plan. That point is often made by Sherry McMillan, head of McMillan Estate Planning. We need to have the discussion generationally. It cannot be that we just talk about it with husband and wife. We need to also encapsulate the family unit that will be accountable for that. Because it's easy to tell a husband and wife, you know, this is what I expect you to do if I face that health issue. But often it's not going to be the husband or wife that are dealing with it because what will happen is it will be the next generation that is dealing with these issues due to the fact that we're living so long. So we think it's really fundamental that we include the next generation um, in the discussion of the healthcare directives so that they truly understand the philosophy behind them. Because as you know, today in modern society, we have lots of availability Uh, to work with these illnesses proactively. And I think that's really important because we haven't had to think about that historically because we didn't have longevity on our side, but today we do. Ever worked with a client or family where the younger generation comes out of that meeting and says, I learned some things today that I'm going to incorporate into my own life so that I am better prepared mentally and from a health standpoint to live a longer life. Absolutely, Peter. I mean, it's not a secret or rocket science today that they've done a lot of research and science to show how we can at least prevent or slow down some of these progressive diseases. And, you know, it comes down to the the terrifying word of lifestyle, but many times and a lot of times it is our lifestyle that determines our long-term health. And so we've actually seen parents change Um, their health directive by changing their lifestyle today and hopefully slowing down at least some of the progressive issues that we have around uh, mental health and, you know, dementia and so forth. And when the younger people understand that they have a measure of control over this, it actually gives them a peace of mind and also um, an ability to take that control into their own hands. And so we're seeing a generation that isn't just sitting on their laurels, I'll call it, saying, well, whatever happens, happens, because they understand that it's not that simple and that actually they can at least give it a good fight to make sure their longevity and health is progressive into the deep decades of retirement, if possible. Because it's not about how long we live, it's about the quality of life we have when we live long. And so many of us you know, want to take advantage of We've seen many young people say, well, you know, my parents have faced that because they didn't understand the science behind things. But, you know, I've quit smoking. I've started to eat less meat. I mean, all kinds of things that they are able to prove now um, have a direct impact in our long-term health. Sherry McMillan, Chief Executive at McMillan Estate Planning. And so, as the family gathers for the holiday season, it's a good time to be having this conversation to ensure that all voices are heard and that the best interests of each member of the family are served. That's our program for this week. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.